Welcome to Staying in the Black, a show about teachers and money. I'm Miss Black, a New York City educator, single mom, and personal finance translator. Join me as I build my runway to retirement. Each week, we'll share actionable steps, resources, and inspiration that educators can use to maximize their benefits and improve their personal finances. Staying in the Black means having more assets than liabilities and being able to pay off your debt without any problems. Stop living paycheck to paycheck and build a joyful life. Thank you for joining me. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Staying in the Black. Uh, So today's episode is about it's never too late. And what I mean by it's never too late, it's never too late to start saving or investing for your retirement. I've had probably five conversations with people this week about retiring and their thoughts or feelings that they would not have enough or it was too late for them to invest. Let me start off by saying happy first day of school to the largest school system in the country. So this week, New York City public school kids went back to school. I feel like we're the latest in the nation. I'm gonna have to Google and see if anybody starts (laughs) after us. But we went back to school this week and it was exciting. I had a great time. I chose to spend the first day of school going to visit new principals. So it was their first first day as the principal of their schools. And oftentimes we're always thinking about the kids because it's always about the kids. But these new leaders are really important and it's great to see them and to greet them and to bring them a gift on their first first day of school because they probably have more anxiety than those kids who are coming to their first day of pre-k or first grade or second grade because they kind of know what to expect but now they're as a principal you're in charge of making that a wonderful experience for all of your students and so i want to take my hat off to all the educators and a great big shout out to those first year principals who are embarking on their leadership journey, which also makes me go back to the topic of today's podcast about it's never too late. Because generally when you're becoming a principal, you're um, eh, mid to late career, depending on when you decide to uh, step into leadership. So all that to say, I've been talking to people who are eligible to retire close to, and when I mean that, you know, working in the city, we have, um, depending on when we started working, we kind of have guidelines to retirement, meaning we are municipal employees. We still have a pension. We're fortunate in New York City to have a pension. Um, If you came in when I did, which was 1998. Yep. And this was my 25th first day of school as the ed- on the educator side. So if you came in then, you know, you around then you, the expectations for retirement was to be 55 years old. 
and to work for 30 years. Subsequent um, tiers, as we call them here, have a 30-year, 62-age retirement. We're not going to discuss that. All we're going to discuss is that it's not too late to invest. So I've had conversations with people um, this week. I don't know why, but a a lot of people. So I met someone who's retiring in October. Um, I spoke to someone who is already eligible retirement and has been working two years after retirement. When I asked them why, they were like, I don't know if I have enough money and what am I going to do afterwards? And so across the line in these conversations that I've been having and two things have come through. One, people are afraid that they don't have enough money to retire. And two, they don't know how much money they have in for retirement. And I think, although I said two things, the third thing is they haven't done the math. And so this morning I woke up to a IG message where someone had forwarded me another financial influencer's um, reel. And in their reel, they spoke about, in their reel, they spoke about using a Roth IRA to retire with at least a half a million dollars. So in this example, the person said, if you're 40 years old, well, no, if you're 50 years old, that's what I loved about it was because they started at age 50 and they were saying, if you're 50 years old and you want to retire with a half a million dollars, here's how you do it. So they spoke about the Roth IRA, which currently, if you are under 50 years old, you can contribute $6,500 a year. And if you fall under the income guidelines, so you can contribute um, $6,500 a year. But if you are over 50 or 50 and above, you can contribute $7,500 a year to a Roth IRA. And in this example, they used contributing $7,500 or $7,500 a year, and they gave their rate of return at 10%. And the reason that they used 10% is because they're saying, set up your Roth IRA, invested in an index fund. The two index funds that they shared were VTI, which is Vanguard's total stock market index fund, and VOO, which is Vanguard's um, S&P 500 index fund. Why they choose them? They have low fees and they follow in the the S&P 500 is a pretty stable um, index that everyone follows. You hear about it every night on your news. You generally hear about the Dow, the NASDAQ, and the S&P 500. And then the total stock market is um, every stock in the total U.S. stock market, and it generally averages a return of 10% across, 8 to 10% across any 10-year period. I think there's only one or two periods that it was below, you know, 8%. All that to say, 
Very simple and very direct. But then I said a half a million dollars by retirement because I'm a New York City educator and we can retire at 55. So I was like in five years, but no, they're saying and the average American retires um, at 65 plus. So they put it in for 20 years, which is like, okay, I'm working to 70 years old. But if you are starting at the age of 50, and you don't have anything in retirement, you just have to figure out what retirement is going to look at, look like for you. And you can afford to put away $7,500 a year, even if you took a lower paying job. So you have to think positively in this way. And this is just one option. It's not the option, but it is an, ex- an excellent example of how it's never too late. So in this example, you take this $7,500 that you can invest in a Roth IRA. And the reason that he chose the Roth IRA is because how can you invest a half a million dollars and get, you know, have a half a million tax-free dollars in retirement? That's the, that's the trick. So what do we know about a Roth IRA? Roth IRAs um, are, you contribute post-tax dollars or your net pay to a Roth IRA. So you're going to put money that you've already paid taxes on into your Roth IRA. It is invested. You get when you hit 59 and a half, you're able to take that money out without taxes because you've already paid taxes on it. So it's a great thing. I tell young people all the time, whether they're in education or not, that even in your first job, you can always afford, if you are if you fall within the income limits, you can always afford to do a Roth IRA. And if you're above the income limits, you can start a, a, um, a backdoor IRA, and that's where Roth IRA. So it is available to everyone. You just need to know how to do it. But I love this example because it totally solidified. It's never too late to start. So if that 50-year-old invests that $7,500 in an index fund over the next 20 years, they would have over a half a million dollars in tax-free retirement funds. So you can do it. You just need to figure it out. So the friend who sent me this example, I happen to know that she will be 50 in December. She also works for the Department of Education and I've done an episode on 457. So most educators have the option to do two retirement plans. You can do uh, your standard uh 403B, um, but oftentimes you can also contribute to a 457 if you work in the state um, public school system. And so in New York City, we call it our 457 deferred comp. As an educator, you can leverage that. The beauty of our 457 is that it has a Roth option, but because it's a 457, your contributions can be the same as a 403b or 401k which means if you are under 50 years old you can contribute 22,500 
$1,000 to that Roth option, which means it would happen post-tax, meaning it's coming out your check. But if you're over 50, you can contribute $30,000 to that option, right? So while everyone else can only contribute $7,500 to it over 50 or or $6,500 over 50 if they are below the age of 40, if you're contributing in the New York City deferred comp, the 457, you can contribute $22,500 under 50 and $30,000 over 50. So if my friend wants to retire at 55 years old, I said, I literally am going to read you the message that I wrote to her. And I said, you can do this with con- with deferred comp and contribute up to $30,000 of a year. If you did it for the next five years, because she's like, I'm out at 55, and you got a 10% return. So the return is a, as the, the percentage on the return is an estimate, but I just went for with the highest, saying everything works well. With a 10% return, she would have an additional $191,205. Now, and that would be at age 55 because she's like, I'm out at 55. So she will have to contribute. So contributing that $30,000 over five years would mean her contributions would have been $150,000. But if she's earning 10% over the year, she would have $191,005, I mean, $205 extra. But she couldn't touch that money until she was 59 and a half because that is the rule of a Roth IRA, whether you do it in the 457 or if you do it um, in an outside firm, right? So she can't touch that money. So that money would be sitting there. Because she couldn't touch it f- until she was 59 and a half, I said that that money, that hundred, that $191,205, still earning that 10% with, at 59 and a half, and I just rounded it up to five years, she would have $307,000. by the time she hit 60. So she will have invested $150,000, but it with investing that $150,000 and leaving that that $191,205 in there for an additional four years, she would come out to 300. So her money would double by the time she was 60 right from the from what she put in to what it is so that's looking much better you just need to do the math and you have to look at what your options are so she contributes during her last 5 years of working $150,000 post tax that's 30,000 a year that's $2500 a month for her retirement and you're like Whoa, who can afford to do that? 
you have to set your priorities. So if you find yourself in a situation where you're saying, I'm starting later for my retirement, it's going to call for some drastic measures or, you know, unusual measures to make that happen. But you want to get to a stage where you have that nest egg that allows you. So in the case of the example that started this you know, conversation of a 50-year-old who's just starting to invest and they're doing only 7,500. And I mean, I say, I don't say only as, you know, a negative, but let's say you can only afford the $7,500. That may mean you have to invest that $7,500 for 20 years to get to a half a million dollars. That's fine. It's an option, right? You enjoy what you do you um, want to work and that's something you can feasibly do. But if you're like my friend who's saying, I'm out in five years, no matter what, then you're going to have to make the adjustments. And instead of putting away, you know, the 7,500, you're going to have to put away $2,500 a month to really accelerate that savings option. And here's the thing with that, you know, to get to that $300, $300,000, that money is only being invested for 10 years versus the 20 years that the person who's putting the $7,500 in, which is why I tell new teachers or new or people who are investing young, the younger you start, the less you have to invest. It's And so that's why when you get to you know, your 40s and your 50s, you're saying, oh, is it too late? No, it's not too late. It just means that you have to invest more to get to those bigger numbers. And we all know it's generally harder to do that because we have the mortgages, the college tuition, you know, all those things that have now become necessities in our lives. As I always say, you know, the lifestyle creep or the things that we've become accustomed to. And I am not about denying anyone the things that bring them joy. I definitely do the things that bring me joy. So just figuring out. So all of this to say this, one, it is possible. It is never too late to start investing for your retirement. What's the highest leverage action step that you could take to do this is do the math right? Look at what you have saved for retirement. If you don't have anything saved for retirement, then sit down and plan out how much money do I think? Well, there's the hard number of it costs this much money to be me, right? So you know what your monthly spending is. So whatever that monthly spending is, Multiply that by 12 and you know how much money minimally you need to live per year in retirement. Studies have shown most people's spending stays the same once they retire. So you'll know that's what, that's what your number is. And then do the math to figure out how much do I need to invest to get that number. And you won't get that number by just putting money in a savings account. If the last year has taught you nothing, is that inflation will eat away your money. 
Inflation has been as high as 10% in the, in, you know, I think it was like nine, like nine and a half. In the last year, I'm talking about the calendar year, not the calendar, but the, the, the last year. So as high as that. And right now we're hovering around three or 4%. So just putting it even in a high yield a savings account, if it was a 9%, most high yield savings account at this point are not even giving 4%. So you're losing money in just putting it in a saving account. You have to invest. And if you don't know what to invest in at the minimum, look for a index fund with low fees. It seems across the board, no matter what you're looking at, you're looking at either a total stock market um, index fund or an S&P index fund. You want to choose a discounted brokerage like Fidelity, Charles Schwab, or um, Vanguard. My money's in Vanguard. I don't get endorsements here, but um, so those are the three top discounted brokerage firms that people are looking at. And a lot of firms don't even charge you to invest in index funds. So you can go on and you can figure that out by yourself, but it is possible. Know your benefits at work. I do this and speak from a New York City perspective because that's the system that I'm in. That's what I know. And so that's a huge benefit that you can invest in the 457 deferred comp plan and that your contribution limit is basically three times what someone could do in a regular IRA. So maximize that benefit. Right. So know what your benefits are. And so you may be thinking, oh, what is seventy five hundred dollars a year is going to do? Well, seventy five hundred dollars a year over 20 years is going to get you with a 10 percent return is going to get you to a half a million dollars. If you do it, if you're a New York City um, public school teacher, you can triple that. So you could cut that time down by a third. And so you can contribute that a year. Do the math. Don't be intimidated. Figure out the best plan for you. Personal finance is personal. It is never too late. Thanks for listening. Remember, stay in the black. Thank you for joining us this week at Staying in the Black. Subscribe to make sure you never miss a show and visit our website at stayingintheblk.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stayingintheblk. If you like the show, please tell a friend and leave a review in iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thank you for listening. See you next week when...